Welcome back to Defluenced. I'm Uncle Bonehead, and with me, as always, is... Cryptocracy, a.k.a. Alan Taylor, or, I don't know, Alan Taylor, a.k.a. Cryptocracy. <laughs> There's a dramatic you pause know. there. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Depending on if you're left-brained or right-brained, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we gave our predictions last week. This week, I've, I, kind of saw. This. How many have come true? I don't know yet. <laughs> well, there were some that was already in the works, so I don't know if that counts. But <laughs> maybe, maybe. Right not. on. We had um, I I've heard a podcaster today. He's a rather large podcaster, a conservative podcaster. Um, by the name of Stephen Crowder, I'm sure some of the least listeners know who the, know the name at least. He put out a yeah. video today that was uh, basically he used to be part of the Blaze, which is the the Glenn Beck Network, and uh, Crowder parted ways here. A yeah, while. I remember the Blaze. Yeah, Crowder parted ways with them here a while back, and uh, he's you know all independent on his own. And he's gotten offers from several other big, big conservative media groups. And uh, he hasn't signed anything and he's refusing to sign anything because he's in the in the video he released today. He he's stating that they're all the same. They're in bed with big tech, just like the big left media. And uh, if you watch the full half hour thing he breaks it down he shows the actual contract from one of them and they're basically saying that they own all the all of his content all of his merch he loses like 20 percent if he misses a day or he's charged like ten thousand dollars or some ungodly amount of money and basically basically what he's describing throughout this full half hour video is the problem with content creation on the on big tech be it youtube rumble whatever <laughs> it's all it's all the same it's all for the big tech and nothing for the content creators themselves um yeah um yeah i haven't watched the whole thing uh, but i i understand his point the gist of the of the show i'm gonna go back and watch the whole thing afterwards yeah. but um you'll notice what's well, really important to understand you'll you'll yeah, go by ahead. the way you'll you'll notice with his the, you can hear it in his voice the, how much it really means he's in it he's not in it for the money he's not in it for the fame he's really doing a trying to do a movement and change the country you know protect the country and you can hear the conviction in his voice, and you can hear his voice waver when he's talking about it. Because yeah, it's you hear you, if it was something he was doing for a quote unquote publicity stunt, he would have a totally different tone of voice. But you can hear it in his oh, voice. Oh yeah, yeah. It's and right it's off like, the bat, I hear that he, he's flustered. You yeah, know, he's flustered and frustrated. <laughs> it, it comes through very loud and clear from the first word. Yep. <laughs> And, and it's and 
the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, dude, you need Web3. <laughs> That's the only thing I can yeah. th think through the whole thing. So, well, what, and, what, and what was you saying? That's the whole thing is, uh, it, it, you know, it's important to understand. It doesn't matter if the media outlet is liberal or conservative or something else. Uh, first thing is it's a business. Yep. And, you know, they all appeal to a particular audience. And just like any product, you know, you define who your target audience is. So you know, if you want to be a, a conservative-leaning media organization, you create an avatar of your perfect listener, right? Who's it going to be? They're going to be, um, you know, uh, conservative. They're going to be pro-business. They're going to be pro-gun rights. They're going to, uh, maybe they're a, a Trump supporter, right? So you, you got your list of things that make up your ideal reader or listener, and all of your programming goes toward that. Yep. But they are not your customer. Exactly. <laughs> they are not your customer. If you're providing free content, then your listeners or your viewers or your readers are not your customer. The people that are paying the bills are your customer. So in traditional media, it's advertisers, it's sponsors, it's the people that are, you know, buying the airtime to get in front of your viewers. And what you're doing is you're delivering that viewership to them as the product. Yep. And that's, and that's what Chowder, that's what uh, Crowder is getting at. And, uh, you know, he's not saying that, but that's, that's, that's really the message behind his point. Yep. He just doesn't realize it. He, 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 he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't realize that things exist already now. I mean, granted, you know, the huge millions of dollars isn't there yet. But it could be, <laughs> you, you know, it's just, it's right. We're on the tipping point. We're, we're not at the tipping point, but we're nearing the crest of the, the peak. And once, once people realize what Web3 actually is, it's not, it, it's not what they think it is. But once they realize what it is, they're going to say, oh, and it's like, I don't know, I haven't read your book yet because you haven't sent it to me. <laughs> haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. It hasn't that. been released yet. <laughs> <laughs> even, I, even I'm not getting a special I, I, I've been telling, copy. I've been telling everybody it was going to come out uh, in January, uh, probably late January. But we're, we're just wrapping up the formatting. I've just sent in all my revisions. Uh, to the formatter, and uh, so I found out we're still about a month out from a release, and so it's going to okay. be mid-February, a little later than I wanted to go. Right. The delay was my fault. I'm a perfectionist. I like to get things right, <laughs> and How I have spent a you. lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time going through word for word for word and looking at the whole book, making sure everything is the way I want it to be, and uh, so. It was delayed uh, probably a couple of weeks, so it'll be mid-February. Okay. All right. So, do you have a case study or something in there that could 
go right along with Crowder's point that can just, you know, could possibly drive it home for him? Yeah, my, a, a case study would be nice. I, I, I'm trying to think of, of a particular uh, case study. I didn't really include any case studies uh, well, in I'm, the book. I say case what study. What I do talk I, about. An idea. <laughs> it's something yeah, that could relate to. Yeah, what I do talk to. about. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty, plenty of content in Web3 social how creators are changing the world wide web and you can too. And that's the net, that's the title of the book. Very to the point, um, the promised benefit, uh, to the reader, uh, is, you know, the web is changing and it's going to change for the better. I think for creators, for people like Crowder, he's a creator and he's got a YouTube channel. He creates content for his viewers. So, uh, those are the people who are migrating to Web3, not Crowder specifically, but others like him who are migrating to Web3, using Web3 tools uh, to better monetize their content, uh, to take ownership of their, uh, their audience. Because if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, if you're on TikTok, if you're on any of these uh, platforms, you don't you cannot port your audience you can't take your your audience from facebook and, and get, grab their email addresses and leave facebook without an audience and and go somewhere else you can't do that with youtube you can't do that with TikTok. you can't do that with any of those platforms right so if you want to own your audience you got to use tools that allow you to own your audience and one of the best tools for that actually is an old, old, old tool that people still use called email. <laughs> so you can build an email list and you own that list. If anybody that ends up on your email list, you have direct contact with them. Right. Um, and so what, what a lot of creators do is they use the Web2 tools to drive traffic back to their website so they can collect email addresses and take ownership of their audience. Um, but to do that, they have to drive the traffic back to their website. And every time that you create a link on the web and send people through that link, there is some recidivism. Uh, so you might, you might have a hundred people, for instance, see that link, but not everybody is going to click on it. So people who could be a part of your audience are not going to make it there. With Web3 tools, that changes because you can collect those um, that audience right there on the platform, right there through the protocols that you're using. And you don't have to drive traffic back to a central point, uh, collect them all in a, in, in a bucket. You can if you want to, but it's not a necessity to do that with Web3 tools. Right. And so that's um, that's what we're working toward. So you don't necessarily have to have that. I think they call it the funnel or something like that. The funnel yeah, system. Yeah, uh, marketing funnel or a lead generation funnel. Uh, there's various names, but you're right, a funnel. And, you know, you push content out, you pull content. You push content out, you pull uh, your audience in, and you offer them something of value so that you can get the email address and, you know, phone number, whatever you need. 
that turn them into a lead um, for your business. That's how it's been done for the last, you know, 20, 25 years. Uh, it, it can still work that way, and it probably will continue to work that way. Uh, but there are other tools that are being developed now that will allow Web3 creators to uh, port their audiences um, from one platform to another. You get tired of platform A, you don't want to use it anymore, download your list, download your content, move it somewhere else. That's what Web3 developers are working on. Or you can just be at all of them at once. <laughs> yeah, or or you can use a platform like Hive where, you know, Hive doesn't collect that information. So, you know, there, you, you don't have email addresses. You don't have contact information. Uh, you can have followers. You have fans, and, and they're in touch with you through the platform. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's content monetization on the platform. And there are ways to present your content across those types of platforms so that you reach different audiences and you reach them where they are, uh, but the platform doesn't own your audience. And so uh, Hive, Hive is not a centralized blogging platform, so they don't collect information so on their users and therefore they don't have anything to sell. They don't sell information about their users to anyone. Uh, which is good for the end user. If you're, if you're, you know, if you're not a creator and you're, you're just showing up because you want to um, consume content, they're not going to collect any information on you, uh, and that's good for privacy. Uh, right. But as a content creator, you, you want to be able to uh, reach an audience wherever that audience is, and Hive makes that easy. You can monetize your content right there on the platform. Right. So, what if I was to tell if I if I could have a sit down with you know somebody like Stephen Crowder or himself, I would say this is what you should do. You're you're already a big, well-established, big audience. You should get a some some hosting. Set up either a, a witness. Now nah, I wouldn't say the witness note. I'd say set up a a uh, hive super hive site or a just build a HTML website. Whatever. Put your content on a on a on a site, and then you could pull. You could work uh, the hive blockchain into it, whether it's a beer. A peer tube instance, or whether it's you know, you know, super hive, whatever, and your users can come and join hive, and they can interact with you, and every time they vote on something, or whether they comment on something, you guys, you you and your users both, you you and your audience both are. <laughs> Getting an income from it is is you're getting paid. Yeah, exactly. For that. That's wherever that's, that's, that's a brilliant idea. Um, yeah, so he could have like CrowderTube, right? Which uh, could be an interface for the Hive blockchain, <laughs> and his his viewers can show up, watch him right there on his own 
platform that he owns, he controls, nobody can take it away from him. Um, yep. And they can like his content and generate uh, revenue for themselves and for him. Yep. And he can generate uh, and do the same. And he can even open open up uh, that platform to others if he wanted to allow others to, to post their own content. Or he could just make it um, where he he does all of the the creating and his audience shows up and 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 is passive, other than the you know the social aspects of voting and liking and commenting and those kind of things. So you do it either way. Yeah, I mean he he's got his his payment or the way he makes money is through what he calls the Mug Club, and it's basically selling you know coffee cups and merchandise and stuff. You know, he could do the turn the mug club, turn that into a social media site as part of his you know, platform. You know, have it all based on exactly. Hive. And then Louder with Crowder <laughs> could be a peer tube instance with the Hive tube interface where he's got the you know the as social aspect there between the mug club and louder with clouder that louder with crowder whatever and then then he you know he could still have a big landing page you know with you know I, he could bow it out of the park with web three but yeah. i don't know i, I and, and he could even incorporate if he wanted to uh, incorporate other other um revenue generating um um protocols into that and so he could incorporate coil for instance where oh yeah users show up and the amount of time that they spend viewing his videos he's generating additional revenue from that um, yep. he could have a tip jar where they can tip him in um you know a a token that he creates his own special token or a token that's already out on the market or any cryptocurrency um, you know, it could be in Hive, or it can be XRP. It could be any currency that he wants to pipe into that blockchain. It could be a cross-chain um, application if he wanted it to be. So oh, yeah. there are lots of different ways that he could turn it into his own platform with its own monetization, and his, and have the ability to own his audience. Yep, this is what Web three is, folks. You own the platform <laughs> the platform doesn't own you yeah and, and that's what i talk about in my book so i i talk about the different uh you know different ways that can happen different uh, uh channels where that is going on where uh creators are owning their audience where they're monetizing their content where they're having more control over their identities and their digital assets and so I lay the groundwork first and talk about the benefits of that, you know, uh, why this is important, you know, um, Crowder points it out in his video, uh, you know, that, you know, big tech and big conservative are, um, are in bed together. They don't really care about, you know, the, the, the message that they claim to care about mm -hmm. their business. They're, they're in it for themselves. Yes. They and, are. uh, so, you know, and, and it's the same way with, you know, the left, you know, they have their own uh, control centers and they control the message. They control 
uh, their audience. And if you're not a part of the club, you know, then you know you don't get to participate in the big feast that they're um, they're having for themselves. Uh, so what's the alternative? So you keep uh, you keep uh, making them wealthier by consuming their content, or uh, do you find another way? Uh, to create your own content, create your own platform, and take control over um, your own assets. Yep, that's that's the only way to do it. I mean, he's trying to do it now, but he's using the old old technology, and it, it's yeah, he, yeah, he can he, do it, but he, it's he's be done hard. well for himself. <laughs> he's done for well for himself building um, this massive YouTube audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he can monetize. That's one thing that YouTube has over many of the other platforms is you can monetize yeah, your yeah. YouTube audience. But he, he has, but, but he you keeps, he own keeps, the audience. He keeps getting demonetized by YouTube because he'll say something. Well, wrong. and <laughs> you know, what yeah, I mean? and that's the thing. That's the day. That's the flip side because if you don't own the platform, you know, if the platform gives you a way to monetize your content, then they also have a way to demonetize you. So what they give, they can take away. Mm-hmm. And and YouTube has demonetized uh, its content creators. Uh, and and some of them some of them have gone elsewhere. You know, yes. they've gone to Web three uh, platforms like Library and Odyssey, uh, to DTube and and to some of these other um, video Web three video platforms. Bit shoot. I can't think of the others. Brady on. I think there's a couple others. Three speak. <laughs> it's just yeah. Three speak. Yeah. So you know there's several of them out there. So so creators well, creators just need to find a way to to take ownership of their their assets, their identities, their content, and their audiences. And that's what Web three provides. I talk about that in my book. Uh, I'm still taking uh, advanced readers, readers who want to join my book launch team. Um, they can go to you know my subscribe page and give me their email address, and they will be on my book launch team. They'll get an advanced review copy for free. I'll send it to them um, just before launch, about a week before launch. And the first 100 readers or the first 100 buyers of the book um, we'll get an NFT copy of the book. And so uh, I'm setting that up and uh, things will start rolling here in about three weeks. Uh, the first 100 readers, which I hope are going to be my launch team members. I'm looking to get 100 uh, people to sign up to help me launch the book. And what they will do is uh, they'll be the first people to buy the book. Which will launch in ebook and print format. The ebook will be ninety nine cents um, to launch. So if you're on my launch team, you can buy the book in any format you want, print or digital. The digital will be ninety nine cents. Um, you leave a review, and if you have the time and are so inclined, you can tell everybody in the world about the book. Help me promote it to your friends, your friend, your your family, your network, and. You can do as much of that as you want or as little of that as you want. Uh, I just ask uh, that launch team at least to buy the book. And the first 100 people who do so get the NFT version. And for those of you that are listening and don't know what an NFT version is, 
NFT is basically the digital version of a signed autographed copy in physical format. Yeah, so, so yeah, so it'll digital. be uh, yeah, it'll be a it'll be. I don't want to give out all the details, and I'm still working on them. But it'll, at the very least, will be an uh, NFT token, uh, tokenized version of the book cover, um, and likely will include uh, some NFT or uh, some PDF content. Uh, uh, still working out all the details, but the book will be uh, available in another format, uh, and you'll own the NFT version of it. So. Right. Uh, I'm working out the details on that. So, but that's that's essentially the idea. Cool. Well, I think that's all I can think of to say about the how Stephen Crowder can fix his, <laughs> his problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm glad that he's talking about this. Uh, there are other people that ought to be talking about it, and I, and I think people are waking up. Uh, you know, when you have a guy with five million followers on YouTube talking about uh, these issues uh, and doesn't under doesn't know the solution. You know, obviously, he, you know, he hasn't mentioned Web three. He hasn't talked about that. Nope. But he knows the problem. He yep. knows the problem, and and those are the people we need to reach um, yep. to to present them the solution. He just doesn't know doesn't know the the solutions out there already, and it's working. Just needs yeah, adoption. So. Yeah, so that's that's that that excites me just the fact that he's talking about it. Yep, absolutely. Well, the email you can reach <laughs> us at is is podcast at defluence dot online. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, find us at defluence dot online. Listen to defluence radio on at defluence dot me. Uh, it's also on Cast Garden. We've got a channel there. Uh, it streams live every once in a while. Uh, that's pretty much all I can think of right now. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter. Yes. Every, everywhere, pod, yeah. free podcasts are sold. Yep, Spotify. And, and if you want to join my book launch team, um, we'll put the, uh, the link there in the show notes. You can join. And you can subscribe to Cryptocracy, the newsletter. Um, I'll be dropping more information about the book as we get closer to launch date. Uh, plus, you get to keep up with all the news in crypto and uh, all the other content that I put out there um, on crypto three times a week. So, uh, And it's free. So uh, give me a drive-by, cryptocracy.substack.com. All right. We'll catch you guys again next week. Be good. Be safe. Don't stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face. Ooh.